But don't you think it's just kind of a dick move? A dick move to get married? To get married during the holiday season, yeah. I think it's kind of a dick move to worry about your situation when someone else is getting married. Like, how so? Because they there is they're they're getting they're getting married. Like they so they're they're trying to finalize the union and be. be you can do that literally any time of the year. It may not, and you could do it without me. Don't invite me to your wedding if it's during the holidays. This just don't go. No, don't invite me. Maybe don't invite you. Don't invite me. You're the friend. They're no, not, I'm not. Because if I'm your friend, I want to include you. If you invite me to your wedding and it's during the holidays, I'm saying no off the rip. But off they the rip, include you. I don't care. Don't even send me a save the date. Goddamn, they want to include you to their into their wedding stuff. I got a lot of shit going on during the holidays. I got gifts to give. I don't. I don't buy gifts anymore. Okay. But if I did, I would be very upset that I would have to buy so, a Christmas gift. Back the truck. A wedding gift and a groom's gift or a bride gift or whatever the fuck. Back the truck up, though. You don't even buy gifts. It's because I don't have any money, Ed. But I'm saying, though. If I did have money, I would buy gifts, but but I'm broke. You don't have money, so you don't buy gifts. So that issue about you not have you having to buy gifts and their wedding stuff is a no point. You don't buy gifts. So I just not I should just not go to weddings because I, I can't afford to buy gifts. You can. I mean, you just let them know. As long as you let them know that they. I like, love gatherings. If you, as long as you let them know that you're not, they're not getting a gift, and they're okay with inviting you, then that's between you and them. No, but don't invite me. I don't want to go. Damn, that's cool. I want to go. How was your Christmas? It was good. What'd you get? I got um, I got a big bottle of cologne for my sister. Uh, Michael Jordan cologne? No. <laughs> no, Michael. Wait, does he still make cologne? I don't he, think so. He had a scent for a while, though. I never got it. Yeah, I did. You did? How was it? Uh, I don't know. It wasn't... I mean, I don't really wear cologne, but I remember that I had that bottle of Michael Jordan cologne and a bottle of CK1 for years. Okay. Years after CK, they came A lot out. of people had CK1. Michael Jordan... I never understood the Michael Jordan cologne thing. He was Michael Jordan. Yeah, but like, I don't want to smell like him. I don't think it was a. I don't think it was a smell like him kind of right, deal. Yeah, but it's just weird though, because like it's inspired by Michael Jordan. So all I could see, all, all I see you do is play basketball. Yeah. So I don't know why I want the scent of a basketball player. It's it was weird. Like I it probably it sold, it made money for him. But me looking, do you think at it, it made money for him? Sure, a little bit of change. I don't think it was a hot ticket item. It was a hot ticket. Not not like the not like his shoes. No, not, not like, like the his shoes. shoes. No, not like his shoes. But I mean, it probably got you like a little. Something, something on the side. So you got a bottle of cologne. Yeah. And I also, I also got some Jordans. Speaking of which. I got some Jordans. I got some Jordan ones. And they're nice. They are nice. You got a sick colorway on them. Yeah. And a nice, healthy, new scuff mark right on the corner of the toe. Yeah. Because I wore them. And I hit something. You just couldn't be bothered to make a little bit more of an effort to I don't keep your shoes from... Like, look, you act like the shoe got ran over or something like that. It's the scuff on the side. Like, literally, I don't even understand where your shoe is. I mean, stuff. I'm just saying. They are shoes. They are shoes. They were a gift. They are a gift. But they're shoes. And yeah. it would be nice if you treated the gift with a little bit of, you know, gravity. A scuff is what you're talking about. Yeah, a scuff. A scuff. A scuff. That's what I'm talking about. That's nothing. Look, as someone who did not get much of anything for Christmas this year. I'm sorry to hear that. 
I got socks and I got pajamas. Shout out to my mom. She hooked me up this year. Okay. But I tell you what, I didn't scuff my socks. I didn't scuff my pajamas. Those are impossible to do. And metaphorically speaking, I'm talking about logically speaking, you can't scuff socks or either pajamas. way. I wouldn't disrespect a gift like that. I'm all I'm saying. By wearing the gift and walking, I'm disrespecting the gift. Is that what you're saying? I mean, not walking carefully. Not walking carefully? I don't think you walk very carefully. So should I walk like a duck everywhere? I, I think you should walk with a little bit more regard. Or a little bit more. For like, what's on your feet. For how much is on your feet. Or well, should I walk with like more duck-like qualities then? Is that what I should do? I'm not. Hey, I'm, I'm saying this. No, you're saying, you're saying I should walk like a duck. If you walk like a duck and you talk like a duck... I like a dumbass. <laughs> Is that all you got, though? I got that. Um, my little brother got me um, the Sega Genesis thing. Like, oh, like the all-in-one console thing? Yeah, the all-in-one console thing. And he got me like, some old-ass games. Like, he got me Shaq Fu. Oh, shit. Which is just funny. That is awesome. Shaq Fu was a terrible fucking game. It was a terrible game. They remade Shaq Fu. You know that, right? I don't know why. Like When I saw that, I was like, why? Because why not? Everything that's old is new again. Shaq Fu was terrible then and it's terrible now, probably. Like, Shaq Fu was never a good game. You don't know that because you haven't played it. I played the first Shaq Fu, actually. You haven't played the new one. I don't care. No, I, don't, I don't need to. I'm pretty, not, like, yeah, I don't need to. I'm it, really waiting for them to make a Nintendo 64 version of these little. It's, it's, it's coming. I think it's probably going to come next year. They made a PlayStation 1 already, so you know what's coming. Yeah, I like, can't wait. I can't wait. I've been talking all this shit about my Mario Kart game for years. But it's been impossible to get anyone to like take me up on my challenge because everybody's pussy. But once this comes out, this eventual Nintendo 64 all-in-one console, there's going to be no excuse for no one to step up and take these ass weapons like grown men and women. You ever, you ever, ever played on the Switch? or um... Um, once. How is that? Is it different? It's what? super fun, but it's very different. Okay. It's- yeah. It's very. Cha- it's actually like kind of challenging. Yeah, I mean, I, I, as games progress, they add more things to it. So yeah, they all get more challenging that way. I really want to switch though. It looks so much fun. Switch, yeah. I was never like I was never I was never a fan of the Wii because I was like I'm not I don't like I'm not playing video games to do all that. Oh no, the Wii was fun. I'm not, but I just never got one because I'm not like when I play video games, I'm not trying to get up and do all that kind of shit. Like I'll just work out or something. I'm not trying to get up and like be in my living room just doing all this stuff i'm like nah well maybe if you wear your new jordans you won't have to worry about moving around too it doesn't much. make any goddamn sense what you just said like if i, I wear the jordans and what i'll scuff them in my house and you'll be it can still be mad no i'm saying you'll be a little bit more cognizant that you have something on your feet and maybe you'll move a little bit more carefully how so when you were when you were jordans what would you do when you if you had jordans on your feet what would you do as to walk around what, what do you mean what would i do as what to walk would around? you do if you had jordans on your feet like how would you navigate Places. I would I would walk carefully. I would make sure I look where I'm stepping. So when something does inevitably hit your shoe, what do you do? It's never happened. Never happened. No, never happened. It never happened. So you never get any shoes scuffed up ever. I've had a pair of Jordans right now for probably three or four years, and they look better than yours. Jesus, they look better than the ones that you got that is five so, days ago. How often do you wear them? Pretty often. Anytime I wear black, I they're black and red. That's. Well, they're black though. They're black and red. Like so, I have a lot of white in them. You can't see scuffs on a black. Shut, they're shut not up. all black. Like the the sole isn't black. So, all right, man. Look, I'll wear them next time I come in, okay. and you'll see. You'll see. All right. They got a little bit of crease in them though, because like I said, they're old. 
and I walk upstairs. And you walk and you you walk places. So but they they're not use. scuffed. God. God. What did you give? Let's talk about that. I I gave um I I was say I gave Amanda that uh makeup vanity. This is an audio format. Like, Our audience can't see. I said I said makeup vanity. What does it look like? Describe it. It is a white makeup desk looking thing. Okay. With like a lot of shelves and compartments for all her eyeshadows and her palettes and does it have like a mirror on it? It has a mirror on it. Does it have it. lights? No, there's a, there's actually a mirror that she has that's that light that lights up already. She oh, just okay. uses that mirror more than the mirror that comes with it. Okay. So She liked it? Yeah, she loved it. She loved nailed it. it, huh? It's one of those like it's one of those times where you get a gift and you just know that you nailed it. Like even before they opened, like, you know, I did that. Yeah. Like, that, that's kind of the feeling I had when I got that. When yeah. I when I put it together, I was like, Yeah. <laughs> I did that. Like, How did you put it together without her notice, noticing? She didn't have the key to my storage locker. Oh, you got skeletons in your closet? Like, like, she, like, she, like, she, I put stuff in there all the time for her. Like, we have a, like a storage compartment, so I just go like, she, I was like, I have to put things back there because we don't have any closet space in here. So, like, when they delivered it, and things like when I when I ordered, it, I didn't think it was gonna be a desk for some reason. I think it's gonna be like that. And, like, what I gave it, it was like a humongous fuck thing. I was like, oh, this is like a real. It's like a it's like a real desk desk. Like, I gotta put this thing together. <laughs> Did you just order it without any sort of? I ordered it. I didn't think I looked at it in dimensions or anything like that. Yeah. Like, oh, this is like okay. This is a real. You just hit place. Or you just hit add in cart. Just yeah, recklessly. The, the Amazon like click one click click think click click. Yeah, I'm good. And then it came in and says like, oh, this is for real for real. Like so, I, I had to like borrow like a dolly and I put it in the storage locker. I locked it up in there and she never saw it because she can She never goes in there. And then one day she went to work. Um, I. Took it out the storage, put it together. It took like thirty minutes to put it together. Nice, yeah. So, and then she opened it. She she loved it. She still uses it. We're gonna have a spinoff podcast called Ed's Closet, Ed's Storage Closet, and we're just gonna <laughs> explore what's in there. This is like this is boxes, this is old Amazon boxes. What's yeah. in the boxes? What's in the box? <laughs> no, that's good, man. That's awesome. I'm glad yeah. you had a good Christmas. Yeah, it was cool. Did you? Go anywhere with family or do anything? I went to, I went to church with my family um, that morning. Was it like one of those mid-afternoon, long-ass... Catholic, man. It's hour. In and out. Mm. Bang, boom. Mm. Like, nah. Express. Like, like no one's tired of the church. Ten prayers or less. Basically. Like, I mean, get Catholicism. It definitely has its other issues, but... <laughs> Efficiency isn't one of them. Efficiency is not one of our issues. We're in and out of there. That's dope. Yeah. That's cool, man. How was your Christmas? It was okay. I mean, it was, you know, Christmas over the years has sort of gotten um, less and less. I know we talked about this before, but it's sort of gotten less and less magical. Yeah, definitely. Throughout the years. So, you know, it, it Christmas went from, for me, being the most anticipated time of the year. And then it went to being like a nuisance because all of my television shows got bumped and yeah, canceled and like rearranged and stuff. And they put like claymation things like Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer, like you've seen it 87 times. Yeah, it's like I, I could care less about watching. And now it's just like another day. Yeah. You know, from the time you wake up until about 4 p.m., it's all family stuff. And then after that, it's like, you know, bars are open. Where's the party at? Yeah, like, the party's yeah. going on. It's like, yeah. You know, it's just an excuse for grownups to act like children again. I was talking to a friend and, you know, she had took the week off from work 
and she, she was con- contemplating, oh, should I go to the gym or should I just bum around the house? And I was like, listen, this is the one week out of the year where every American is completely expected to just act like Europeans and just be okay with it. Yeah. Just take the full vacation. Just relax. Yeah. Stay in bed, watch television, bum around, and no one's going to bat an eye. Yeah. Because it's absolutely acceptable during this part of the year and this part of the year only. Yeah, that yeah, that is true. I think that day, yeah, like so four o'clock, it was just I was like family stuff. Gear sauce at after four, it's like, okay, so now what? Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're all adults now. We don't have to make excuses to hang around each other if we don't yeah. want to. This is fun, but uh yeah, I'm gonna go by. Yeah. <laughs> That's when uh having like a kid or a dog comes in handy. Could you just place the blame on them for why you have to leave? <laughs> Hey, speaking of the party, you got any plans for New Year's Eve this year? This New Year's Eve, I'm going to a party. Um, I'm not really sure where it's at. I keep finding out new details about it. Is it a house party? I think it's a house party. I think it's some. Yeah, I think it's someone's apartment complex. I think that's more fun than going to a club. I think, right? At this for point, for me, definitely. Was there a point when you were like all about the club on New Year's Eve? all about the club never never you were never like let's get a section i've never been about the club because like when i got there when i when i first got the club i was like oh this is all it is and then they would tell me other clubs are different and i'll go to that club and it's the same as the club i went before it and that kept happening like probably like i don't know 30 times and i realized like oh these are all clubs you said 30 times yeah just about 30 yeah 30 probably probably more maybe maybe a little bit less but like you know everyone's like everyone's talking about, oh, this club is different. This not that like that club. That club's ghetto. This club is like better. And you go to the club, it's like, oh, it's the exact same thing like the other club. And it's like, well, you try this club though. This club is different though. It's not like the other club we went to before. Go to that club's like, oh, this is like the other club. Then he's like, wait, but this club though. <laughs> this club right here. This club right here, nickel. Yeah, that's this club. This club right here. Like this is the club to go to, man. It's not like the other clubs you went to before. This is the. They go that club is like, oh, this is just like every other club went to. Every other club is so, the same. So after a while, it's like this is all clubs. So I was like, mm, and okay. that's why the club died. That's why there's no more clubs anymore. That's why people don't go to clubs. <laughs> right. Right. It's because it's all the same. It's yes. all the surcharge. And no one goes there anymore. No one goes. No one no. wants to pay twenty dollars at the door just to pay ten dollars for a shot of Patron. Nobody wants that anymore. People still go, though. But they won't pay at the door anymore. Oh, yeah, they definitely do. You think so? You think people pay to get into a club Absolutely. still? Absolutely. No way. Absolutely. No, I'm not buying it. Absolutely. Who? What club? All right. First of all, name me three nightclubs in Houston. Three nightclubs. Dang, that's tough. I know, because they don't exist anymore. They do exist, though. Cause, like, it's um, all bars and breweries and weird gastro pubs. Cause um I know I know one's Cloud Nine's like after hour spot, um. Uh, there's Spivey's and uh, Third Ward. Come on, Ed. Um, look, I'm these are come you, on, these Ed. are real places, bro. I'm, I'm not making this up to you. No, I know you're not making it up, but come on, Spivey's. Yeah, Spivey's. Uh, that's what that's where you're going. I said name three clubs in Houston. And you're like Spivey's. It's Third Ward. Don't disrespect the Third Ward. I'm not disrespecting Third Ward, but I'm just saying. That's where we got to go today in 2018 to name three clubs in Houston. Yes. What's I don't see that. I don't see your issue, sir. I don't have an issue, but it proves my point that clubs are dead. Are they dead? Yes, they're dead. You just named 
Spiveys. What's wrong with Spiveys? A lot uh, of people are there. Okay. Are you going to Spiveys on New Year's Eve? I don't go to any clubs on New Year's Eve. That's would you go to Spiveys on New Year's Eve? If someone invited you, would you go? If they, if they have a section and I have to pay to get in, probably. No, you have to pay to get in. No. Everybody pays on New Year's then Eve no. to get in. Then no. The, 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 the thing about paying to get in places, people still pay to get in places because the girls are getting in free. And the girls are there. Like the, no, no girls are paying to get in anywhere. No. But the guys are still paying because the girls are getting in for free. And if you want to talk to the girl, she's in the club. So you got to pay to go talk to her. That's why people guys still paying for the Are we still trying? Are, uh, are we still trying to go to the club to talk to women? You know that they are. Is that what we're still doing that? You know. Like, who's still doing that? Guys will do anything. Who are these people? Guys will do anything to talk to any woman. Like, this is not a mystery to you. Like, guys will go. Anywhere. It is a bit of a mystery to me because I thought the game had changed. What what do you, what do you think changed? They're 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 things added to the game, but the game has not changed. No, I thought the ga- the game is all DMs now. Nobody's going face to face to meet. People still are at the club. People still are like those like who meets at the club. Lots of people. Who name people. names? Why am I naming? Names? Name them out right now. I'm not flaming people like that on the <laughs> on, on, on the podcast. I'm not gonna mess up the mess, mess up the hustle. Like if they want to do that, that's how they want to do it. That's fine. Like. If anything, it's, it's more both than DM. Like, Are you putting your name on that? Like, Are you saying that you know people for certain that will go to the club to talk to women? Yes. Wow. Yes. I'm legit shocked. Yes. I'm legitimately surprised like by you that. Go, like you, go, you, you go in there, you floss, you stunt, get some attention. Does it still work? Number. Yeah. It wow. still does work. Is the game like the game has changed? Like the people do do DM stuff that happens, but people are still in the club. People are still out here talking about pimping though. That's still happening. That is still happening. Hmm. The game has just passed me by, man. It probably has. Like, no, I'm telling you, it has. Yeah, you know, like yeah. So people are still doing that though, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. I think you have a better chance of going to a house party on New Year's Eve and talking to a girl. Absolutely. I mean, if. if not only that, but you probably have a chance of meeting someone that's probably a more that you probably like, like a more substantial connection. Because, yeah, like you probably have mutual friends and mutual interests, and they've been somewhat vetted. Yeah, like you could ask them, "Well, wait, what about this guy?" And they'd be like, "Oh, they know about it." As opposed to meeting a random in the club that you don't know, you could just get like a mixed bag of whatever. And you could set it up beforehand, like you could do a little pregame action, be like, "Oh, is so and so going to be there?" Yeah. Like, oh, put in a good word for me. Yeah, no, the house party is definitely the better venue if you're trying to meet someone than the club. So that's where you're going on New Year's? Yeah, house party. That's tight. What is your, like, etiquette when going to a New Year's Eve house party? Um, I bring a bottle. Of? Something. something? Just something. Champagne? No, I bring a bottle of liquor. Because champagne, champagne just, it's like 20 ounces. It goes way too fast. Like, you probably, liquor... More people can get some of that as opposed to like a champagne bottle. What's your go-to liquor to bring? Um, I usually, I usually go with like a bottle of rum, any kind. You but, like rum, huh? Yeah, you're a rum drinker. I am. Well, I'm an everything drinker though. I just, except for gin. Gin, I can't really mess with that much. Dude, gin is crazy. Gin is hard. Gin is hard for me. I when I was bartending, um, we I was working at this one restaurant. And we had a recipe for a gin. A cocktail and it combined gin and like rose water do you know what rose water is bougie water you can't drink it i mean you can kind of drink it i guess if you really wanted to but it essentially just tastes like roses it's like you take a rose and you just throw it in your mouth like an aquaman remember that scene where they're biting the rose 
Oh yeah. Spoiler alert, I oh, guess. Um, but it tastes like that. And people drank this shit. Like they drank that with the gin. I've never tasted gin, but I've smelled a ton of it. Yeah. And if it tastes anything the way that it smells, you guys are fucking maniacs for drinking gin. You are absolutely diabolical people. Gin is- what is the matter with you? <laughs> Stop it. Gin is, yeah, not gin for me is rough, man. Like, if something else is there, I'll probably still drink it. But gin is rough for me to drink, man. Ugh, I can't imagine, dude. You, you, you have a purpose if you're drinking gin. I think I have a purpose if you drink anything, though. Cause, like, I know people always talk about, like, you can't mix this with that. I'm like, People always talk about you can't mix certain like dark and light because that's what makes you sick. I think it's just if you're mixing at that point, you probably had a lot to drink already. Yeah. So it's not about like the mixing, just the amount of what you're drinking. Yeah. The walls have come down. Yeah. Basically, it's like you can't mix dark and light. It's like you're just drinking a whole lot. That's what it is. It's not about like there's no concoction to why you have this hangover. It's like you drank a fuck ton of alcohol and you got drunk and your body can handle it. That's why you're hungover. It's not about you mixing dark and light. It's not about you starting beer before liquor. It's about you drank way too fucking much. It's pretty much always what it is. Is New Year's Eve still the one night of the year where you can drink as much as you want without people judging you for it? Um, Even as like a 34, 35-year-old adult? That day doesn't exist. I don't think that day. That day people want to tell themselves that, but that day you can just drink as much as you want. No one judges you. That day doesn't exist because if you puke on someone... Or you go viral, like falling out somewhere, and then we'll be judging you. What age does it stop being cute? What's up being cute? Getting pissy drunk like that. Um, I think it's different for men and women. I think it's the same. Do you think so? Yeah, I think so. What age? I think it should be somewhere around like maybe 24, 25. Uh, that's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, 24, 25, I think something you should, you should just like wise up. Like you can't be doing, like you can't be just out here just stumbling if you're like a, if you're in your 30s and you're just, you can't just be out here just, it can, it can still happen. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but I'm saying that you should have some shame about yourself when it happens at that point. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you should be, like, if you're at 30 and you're just like, and you woke up, it's like, fuck. You, you gotta should, have you some self awareness. You should, you should be like, damn, I fucked up last night. You shouldn't just be like, oh, well, whatever. Cause, yeah, you, you, you're setting a bad tone for the people that are around you. Yeah. People don't want to take care of you. Yeah, exactly. We don't want to have to make sure that you get home safe. Like, you should be able to get yourself home safe. There should be some remorse. Absolutely. There should be some remorse. So, that's all I'm saying. It's like, it can still happen. And it happens to the best of us. Yeah. But I'm just saying that the only difference is, is after 25, if it's happening, you should have some remorse about your actions. Like, no no judgment. Because I know I haven't, I'm in no place to judge anyone. I am. I'm judging. Definitely, you can. Well, we all know why you can. But no, I, that's I, not the reason why I can. I just think. Well, that's part of it. Well, I, I, I judge just because I will probably outlive most people. Okay, probably. I mean, I can't refute that. And like, you like, you know, <laughs> watch, watch me, watch me drop dead like in a week. <laughs> that would be so jacked up though. Like, if you're doing all this stuff, like you, you don't use anything. And oh you just die before God, all of us, that'd be so fucked up. I'm like, damn, that'd be fucked up. That'd be one way to go though. That'd be fucked up. Just make sure that my legacy and my memory. Gets, you know, a good treatment. That be- and don't let anybody lame at my funeral. I told my buddy Lou that. I was like, don't let anybody lame show up at my funeral. I just think it's, I think it'd be, I would never get over the fact that like, 
Because I'd be sorry to tell everyone if you die if you die before any of us, it's like I'm just dude didn't do anything. Yeah, he didn't do anything. Like he did nothing. <laughs> he lived his life to the absolute minimum. Like yeah, he was, <laughs> like, he, he was pure. He did he did, like he <laughs> ate all organic shit. He just died like just gone. He died like in his thirties and shit. It's crazy. Yeah. So like yeah, that that be I'll tell everyone that story. Cool. So, all right. Yeah. Keep me alive, man. Speaking of regretting their decisions, do you think that Offset and Cardi B regret their decision to go to Puerto Rico together just to fuck? I think so. Why? Because I think- That sounds we've, amazing. We've all been there, though. Oh, really? We've been there? We've been to the point no, where we can say, hey, I'm going to fly to Puerto not Rico a, no, with my no. estranged lover and Back just have Back mad up. sex Back on the beach? Up. Back it up. I've never been there. Back Ed. it up. Tell me about it. Back it up. You went, you you took that shit and you ran with it. I was like, stop, wait. I'm not talking about going to Puerto Rico and like jet setting off places to have sex with um whatever. We have not all been there. We all, with whatever. Where we all or whoever. Whoever. <laughs> whatever. I don't know. Whatever tickles your fancy. Not judging. But what I am saying is that we've all been to that point where we've been with someone that we broke up with them, but we it wasn't a clean break. And then we're sitting at home by ourselves. And then all of a sudden, you just shoot no WYD text. After it, immediately you regret it. Like, after you're just like, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> like, right after you're just like, damn, I shouldn't have made that. I shouldn't have texted her. Yeah. And it goes both ways. I think girls have, girls have done it. Guys have done it. So that's what I'm saying. We all have been there. So they, did she regret it? Probably. I don't know. I think that they, I mean, they have a kid together. So you have to think that they're going to end up back together. No, you don't. Now you don't have to. You're right. You don't. But it's likely. It's, it could be likely, but it doesn't have to end that way. Like, because she could think he's not, he ain't shit. And just wanted, she just wanted the D. Like I said, like, I'm, I can't just, I'm not above it. Do you think he flew her out or they agreed to meet in Puerto Rico and they flew themselves out? I think either way works. Because if she flew herself out to Puerto Rico just to fuck, that says a lot about his dick game. As opposed to if he was just like, I'm going to Puerto Rico. Why don't you come with me? I'll fly you out. And then he was able to finagle his way back into. I'm sure he flew her out, though. Just because of the, I guess, the um, environment of what's going on with them. I would hope he flew her out because I think he's trying to get her back. Mm -hmm. So I would hope he flew her out. But even still, it's just when I saw that happen, I was like, I'm not above that. I totally get that. I'm not above it either. It's like, I think I think most people have done that. Oh, I've definitely done it. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Multiple times I've done it. And it, like, I mean, immediately after. I don't immediately. That's not the moment where I regret it, Shit, most likely. I uh, regret it, like, the moment that I finish. Exactly. I'm saying immediately after. Like, that. Well, that's the immediate part. Yeah. Where I'm just like, immediately. This was bad. This was a bad idea. Like, immediately. <laughs> immediately. Yeah, immediately. Immediately. It's like, right. I was just like, God damn. It's almost like you're just like, where am I? Yeah. How did I get here? Who am I? I'm not the same person I was 30 minutes ago. It's like, where am I? What is it? How did I get here? Who are you? Like, you just. <laughs> Let me out. Like, that's how you feel exactly like, right where you did. It's like, who am I? How did I get here? Wait, how is this? Who's close to these? Like- <laughs> There's got to be some kind of. Uh, app coming or some kind of update to the phones coming where 
it will recognize a certain um, character sequence, like WID, and it would just delay the text from being sent. Or give you like a, or give you like a, a box. Are you sure you want to send this text? Yeah. Like one of those things the like prompt. they did with Twitter. Like yeah. the little prompt. Like, you sure you want to do this? Yeah. You sure you want to do this? Or maybe they just like cut off texting after 2 a.m. Like your phone doesn't allow you to send a text or maybe after the, 2 a.m. Or maybe the phone can somehow play like a montage of the fucker you've been through with that X. Mm. Right. As you're trying to like, before you do this, watch this five minute vignette. That's a lot. That's a lot. You're asking a lot from the phones. That, That's not like something Facebook No, it do. is a lot. But I'm saying like, if you, but if somewhere to make, make that work, they'd be rolling in it. Yeah. If you can make an app, if you can develop an app to disallow people to send text messages, that would perhaps lead to some questionable behavior after certain hours of the day. I think the five minute vignette be a good thing though, because like, that's a lot though, man. What if you don't have five minutes worth of stuff with somebody? Like, what if all you have are just you have sporadic three minute encounters? If, you, if it's someone that you shouldn't be texting, and you know you shouldn't be texting, you have more than five minutes. To put the of shit that you've been through, that like this is why this is a bad idea. There's no way you don't. It's possible. It's no. It's it's it's, it's definite. <laughs> like it's possible. If you're if you if you have someone that you're thinking about texting that you used to be with, and you know it's a bad idea, there's reasons why it's a bad idea, and there's reasons will stretch longer than five minutes. Yeah. So, uh, like, that's because the, the five minutes not even the whole thing. It's just like the high points of why you shouldn't do this text message. It'd be just like, remember the time she did this? Well, the time she did that? Like, like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you bleed that shit and you put your phone away. It's like, you know. I got it. Crisis averted. I got an interesting text message the other night at like three o'clock in the morning. Yeah. I was like, I got out of the shower. I was like, why is somebody texting me now at this time of the day? And when I get a text message that late at night, there's like, five or six people Ooh, that sounds crazy but there's like five or six people that i know who it possibly is and two of them live in um different time zones okay so they they live later so it's not as late when they text me so it's people yeah so it makes sense so it's really like three or four people right okay so i got text messages from this random girl that i went on a couple dates with um a few months ago Mm -hmm. and she sends me screen caps of Girls that I guess she matched with on some dating site. I was like, what are you doing? She's like, and she, she's, she's from Brazil, so she doesn't speak English very well. Mm. She's like, if you were with me, these are the girls that we could be hanging out with. I was like, what? Oh, but what are you actually doing? Like, what is, what, exactly. what is your, like, what is the point of this? And she's like, you don't like these girls? I was like, like, I know what you're trying to do, and I know what you're saying, but I'm not interested in this. She's like, you don't even want to watch? I'm like, what do you, like, no. Like, I I haven't heard from you in months. Like, where is this coming from? This is strange. This is a, this is a strange. And, like, the English is broken, so I'm going to have to, like, yeah. read it and, like, decipher, like, what she's saying. It was just a very weird conversation to have at 3 o'clock in the morning on yeah. a motherfucking Thursday. Thursday. After Christmas. It was just strange. And as we're having this conversation, I'm thinking back and I'm, I'm, I'm really wishing that that service was legit where you could just shut off text messages to send or receive after a certain time. And you, out, you get an outgoing message. So whenever somebody tries to text you at a certain time, 
they get a message back saying, hey, this person's not receiving text message right now. Uh, fuck off. Kindly. Would you fuck off? Kindly fuck off. So if somebody out there can make that happen, that would be great. I'll wait. pay one ninety nine for that. Wait. Just make sure you put it on the Android platform. Yeah, wait. Did you ever understand what she was doing? Like, did you ever get a purpose to why she was doing? I think she was trying to lure me back into the whole situation. Did you cut it off? Yeah, you cut it off. Yeah, initially. So she wanted to have you back. Why'd you cut it off with her? Um, for a couple reasons. One, um, she lives very far away. How far? Um, like Cyprus. I gotta get you gotta get used to Houston. No, 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 no. It's like it, but it wasn't Cyprus. Like she said, it was Cyprus, and when she gave me the address, it was like New Cyprus. You say, like you know where those outlet malls are? Oh damn! Yeah, you mean like you mean out there on the way to like Prairie View? Out there, like off of oh yeah. wow, she's kind of far out there. Yeah, that's, that's pretty far. It took me like an hour to get there. That's pretty far. Yeah, okay, that's pretty far. So there's that. All right. Um, two, like I said, her English wasn't that great. Okay, and I'm 34. Like I'm not fucking learning a new language. Like it's just never gonna happen. So having a conversation with her was really difficult, mm-hmm. even in person. Like. I would have to repeat myself two or three times very slowly in order for her to understand what I was saying. Okay. So that was kind of annoying. And three, like, I'm not really fucking ready to date anybody again right okay. now. So there's bad timing. Yeah. And location. And location. And just difference of personalities. Okay. But a lot of people would have bit that took that bait though, just FYI. A lot of guys would took that bait. I mean, that's why your boy is stronger than most. A lot of people took that bait. I mean, it's like, it's remember like, who you're talking to, man. It's like to off a threesome out there. That's talking to like, a real one. It's not like to me it's like a threesome out there. I've never been I've never been interested in that. I mean I'm saying like that sounds like what that sounds like what she was uh, like, suggesting. That's definitely what she she was suggesting. And I mean, at the very least she's offering a front row seat to a like a lesbian strip show or whatever the fuck. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. To what? to watch those that, that, that's weird to just watch like, yeah i'm just gonna watch you like i'm not a rapper like that shit gonna, doesn't really just gonna be in this corner over here yeah i'm just gonna sit in this corner in the dark don't, don't mind me and i guess you want me to watch you right like whatever i'm just gonna be i'm just gonna here. leave how about that you guys have fun i'm gonna go i'm gonna go get some chicken Put me over here got got my twizzlers <laughs> I'm <just> gonna, <laughs> what, is it a movie gonna, i mean you're watching get some butter popcorn you're too. Wa- why not? You're watching. I mean, what else do you have when you watch stuff? Um, some snow caps, perhaps. Snow caps. Oh, fine. Get some snow caps. Whatever you, whatever you want to eat. Like you're, you're, there's a show. You're watching a show. Might as well have something to eat while you're watching the show. Oh, okay, I see what you did there. Have something to eat while I'm watching the show. I mean, it's something I get to it. eat. Yeah, definitely. I get right. it. Like pie. It. Like I have some eat. Like some pie. Right. Yeah. Some pie. Got it. Yeah. All right, talk to me about UFC 232 because I don't know anything about it other than John Jones is uh, Juice Box riding, Jones riding dirty again. That it is a clusterfuck. Well, what happened? Break it down. What happened was is that um, John Jones has got off suspension for um, he's got suspension for failing a drug test before. Um, I think he failed a drug test um, after he fought Cormier. Right. And um, he he beat Cormier. He beat Cormier. He failed, or he got tested before the fight. Yeah, B 
beat Cormier. Yeah. The results of the test came in. He was ne- he tested positive for something. Terabinol? We'll get into what that is. Yeah. They stripped him of the title. They gave the title back to Cormier. Mm-hmm. John Jones got suspended mm-hmm. for how long? Six months? Uh, I want to say 15 months. I, don't know, I think it's 15 months. But it, was it, it that long? It was a while. Oh, it doesn't but, feel like it was that long. Yeah. But so now he's back. He's back. They were going to fight in Vegas. In Vegas, yeah. Um, they tested again. They tested, they tested him again, and they found like I think a picogram of terabinol. How much is a picogram? Apparently, they say like if you take a you take a grain of salt, and if you take that grain of salt and you cut it in like forty eight thousand pieces, one of those pieces is a picogram. Forty eight thousand pieces. Yes. How do you even get to the point where you're able to? F- Find something like that in someone's system. I mean, you have the testing. The testing is getting better and better. So there, a lot of that, that's one thing they're saying that they're blaming it on too. But, but if it's one picogram mm-hmm. in his entire system, mm-hmm. and that's what caused him to fail, mm-hmm. why is that such a big deal? It's a big deal because the UFC is claiming that it's from his old test that he didn't that he didn't um, ingest it again. That was from his old test a, like a year ago. So it's left over in his system. It's left over, supposedly. From over a year ago. Allegedly. 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 So if they had tested him maybe like a week later, it might not have shown up at all. They don't. Well, actually, they, they say that it may surge in your system. And then it, they, I guess at some points, it may not be detectable. At some point, it may be detectable. But So it never completely leaves? Is that what they're saying? That's what they're, that's what they're claiming. So it's just in his system forever. Well, I don't know if it's instant forever, but they're saying that it's just trace amounts that are just going to be in there for a while. The only issue with that, though, is that there are other fighters that this happened to. Like, I think Frank, it happened to Frank Mir, mm-hmm. where he had, um, I think it was Osterine that was in the system. And it was, and it was and he, he claimed he didn't do it either. But they found, like, the same, like, picograms in his system. And he got suspended for, like, two years. Wow. So, okay, I'm still having a hard time trying to wrap my head around why a picogram of something is such a big deal. Because it shouldn't be in your system at all. So, like, the, if it, But if it's so small, how can it make that much of a discernible difference in your performance? Because the, because the thing is that you, you, you took it at some point and you excreted it at some point. So what you're excreting is not about, not about how much is in your system. This is about that you took it in the first place. How to get in there. But the they issue. know he took it before. Right, but and they know that it stays in your system. Well, actually, they don't. They don't know that. They that's don't know they, that. They don't know that. So that's, they know what they're testing for, but they just don't know what this stuff. They're alleging does. that they're alleging that it's been there for a year. Like, but the thing is that other fighters have come with the same defense, and they have gotten like your suspensions. Like it wasn't they were they were they were they weren't given the um the green light. Mm. So they're claiming that he did this also, but the issue why they have to move it to California. Right, so they moved the fight to California because, in order so that John could fight yeah, still. Yeah, because the Nevada um, commission wouldn't clear him. Right. So they had to move him to California to fight. Now, Which is unprecedented. They've never done that before. No, because more, normally when this happens, they'll either get another fighter short notice, pull that fight from the card. Never have they ever moved the entire venue from one place to another. In, 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 the, in this short notice. In short notice. Yeah, it's never happened. It's, it's, it was a week and a half ago, right? Two weeks? Right. Something like that? I think, yeah, I think it was like a week. So think about that. The venue that they booked in Los Angeles is, it's not Staples Center, is it? It's Inglewood. It's Inglewood. Yeah. So it's where the uh, Golden State Warriors play, right? I think so, yeah. So that's like probably, what, 
25, maybe 30,000 seats, right? Yeah. You have to book that on a Saturday yep. where there's no other events. Yep. You have to make sure you can afford to rent it out. And you have to tell all of the people that bought tickets. And, and hotel rooms. And hotel rooms. To the to Nevada. Saying, JK, we're going to, we're going to California. We're going to California. That's a ballsy move, to put it in the very least, for one guy to be able to fight on your card. One guy. What does that say about the value that the UFC holds in John Jones? No, they 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 hold him highly. I mean, he's a he's a, he's an excellent fighter, probably one of the best to ever do it. And it kind of makes sense for them to want him on the bill for the last pay per view of the year, right? It does. It does because they've had kind of a. This has been a, I'd say a marquee year for the UFC in terms of the fights, the um, sort of the uh, we'll say off the field stuff. Like yeah. they've been in the news pretty consistently, for better or worse, all year. Yeah, and this would be sort of like the crown jewel to their um, breakout year, I would say. And I guess it's the crown jewel when you talk about off the field stuff too, because it's the same thing. They're like they're gonna have a big pay per view event, and they have this big clusterfuck outside of it also. Right. So they just so I guess they're doing it both ways in that sense of having it be their marquee year for them. The but, UFC needs to make money desperately. And this is a great way to do that. It's to put one of your top stars, one of the per, one of the top draws, on a pay per view event. Right, and I get that. That's what they're going for. My issue is that I'm when I like I grew up. I grew up watching boxing. I love both boxing and MMA, but I grew up watching boxing a lot. And um, one of the issues with boxing is they have a lot of corruption going on in there, and there's a lot of people just chasing money or whatever. Which is fine. Which is which is my issue with boxing. Which is I also acknowledge it as well. But at the time when MMA was in infancy, there were a lot of people coming to me, and they were telling me, "Why do you still watch boxing? MMA, the MMA, they're all the, they're all about the fights. They're about the integrity. They're about they just all they want to do is fight. They don't care about what's going on. They don't care about their paycheck or whatever. It's all about just the fights. And this is a better brand. All this other stuff." They were telling me this is why I shouldn't watch boxing or watch MMA, I watch MMA instead. And I told those people, like, the only reason why the MMA doesn't have anything going on or UFC has anything going on is because they don't have enough money to to um, engage into the fuckery. Mm. Like, once you get, once they get some money in their in their pockets, they too will engage in the same fuckery that you see in boxing. And they and everyone told me no. All I'm saying is, all I've said to them is like, is this your king? <laughs> Is this your king? This is where you start to see the tide change in a new sport. Yeah. Any like every sport is pure until you inject money into it. When the when the when the pursuit for dollars in any sport happens, that's when you start seeing all the all the shenanigans and all the foolishness. Yeah. I mean, any industry, really. Any industry, yeah. But especially in sports. Especially in sports, because there's so much money involved. So much, and they don't even have. They don't even. Have, they don't even do boxing numbers yet. Not even close. No, but it's still enough to have this. To, to have um, these things going. It's still enough to have Conor McGregor attack a bus and injure injure other fighters, alter a car 
altered a whole card, but had nothing happen to him disciplinary wise from the UFC. Right. Right. You still it's still enough to have when I think UFC 200. Um, John Jones. I think John John Jones couldn't fight in that fight either because he failed his test. Right, and they had to pull that fight from the cards, so they needed to get a fight desperately. So they had Mark Hunt, and they brought Brock Lesnar back. Yep, they brought Brock Lesnar back, but they didn't let him. They they pretty much like fast tracked him to the fight, which means he didn't get any testing. So you're having Brock Lesnar, and what are his stats again? Like how like his height and weight? What are his stats again? I I, I really can't remember. It's like six four, something like six four, maybe three hundred. So you have this man also with MMA background just get fast tracked. In the fight, in this, in, into into this fight, while he was working for WWE, while he was working for WWE, just came in super jacked. He won the fight. Oh, I was way off. He's not. He's not even 200, 300 pounds anymore. He's he's billed right now at six three two eighty six. Six two, yeah. So you fast track him into this fight because just because you need to have a car a fight on the card. And keep in mind, also he has history of of stories before this. Yes. And you just fat check your means like we we want to bypass him all this testing. He he fights a fight, he wins the fight, he fails a drug, he fails a drug test afterwards. Yeah. And you pretty much gave this man who all who already had a history of using steroids of a green light into this fight. Yeah. With with no screening, no vetting. No screening, no vetting. And um I think he fought and Mark Hunt actually sued. I think he's like suing them because of it. Because he was in danger. You put this man's life in danger. If you have if you're gonna have someone come in and not get tested and, and fight a heavyweight fight, you're putting that man's life in danger. Just for the record, um Daniel Cormier is five eleven, two oh five. And they're in the same they're gonna be in the same weight class and fight eventually? Who? Daniel Cormier and Brock Lesnar? Isn't that the oh, next big fight? Yeah. So yeah. one of them has have to gonna have to. No, they're, they're I think it's like, gonna fight. What are they gonna fight at? Like what weight are they gonna heavyweight. fight? Heavyweight. the heavyweight, there's no ceiling in heavyweight. Get the fuck out of here. There's no ceiling in heavyweight. So Brock could come in as he is. Yeah. And fight DC at two oh five. Versus DC will probably. Put, I don't think DC will go on at two oh five. That'll probably be heavier when he goes fights him, but. How much heavier can, do you think he can get? It's, it's, it's about skill, though. That's the thing. Okay. Like, I still, All right. Like, no. Okay. All right. No. I feel, no, no I, yes. I hear you. Yes. No. I hear you, and I understand what you're saying. But a 285 pound man versus a 200, and let's give DC some credit. We'll say he puts on 20 pounds. Maybe. Yeah. I, I see that too. So we'll see 225 mm-hmm. versus 285. Mm-hmm. Maybe even more with Brock because I know that he's hit 300 pounds mm-hmm. at one point. How in the fuck, dude? And we're talking about Brock Lesnar. We're talking about an NCAA championship wrestler. Mm-hmm. That now see, okay, that's that's fucked up. That's fucked up. DC's a bad man. Though. I know DC's a bad motherfucker. I, I, DC's I, a bad I, motherfucker. I, I picked, I I'll never say a bad thing too. about him. I'm never saying a bad thing about him. I'm saying that fight is not. Like that's not a balanced fight. But I picked pick DC to win that fight, though. You picked DC at yes. two hundred five, at two twenty five. Yes, you'd pick DC over Brock Lesnar only, at two eighty five. The only, the only, the only, the only scratch on DC's record in his in his MMA career that he can't beat John Jones. But who, 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 who else has? No, else? that's that's great. He's never fought a Brock Lesnar. He, the thing is, like he fought Stipe Miocic, and I think Stipe Miocic could beat Brock Lesnar. Stipe is not Brock Lesnar. He can beat Brock Lesnar though, like. Right. Stipe beat Brock Lesnar? He can beat Brock Lesnar, though. Did he beat Brock Lesnar? No. 
Okay. But people, Lesnar people have beaten Brock Lesnar. Also, over beat Brock, beat Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar also had diverticulitis during that fight. But still, I, I'm, all I'm saying is that Brock Lesnar is not. Um, I mean, he's he, he's a, he's a physical specimen, yes, but there's more to a fight than just being large. Okay. All right. You heard that, Brock? That was Ed. Ed said that. I think that you're uh, great. I think that you're fantastic, sir. I mean, you can suck his dick all you want to. That's fine. Okay. I'm, I'm all just right. saying, like, okay. All right. I'm just You know saying, what? I'm going to shut up. I'm going to let you talk yourself into this ass whooping. Because one of these days, Brock's going to hear this and he's going to come for your ass. What did I say bad about Brock? I didn't say anything, I didn't say anything bad about him. I say he's a physical specimen, but. You said just, he can't fight. I, I didn't never said that. That's you said he couldn't fight. You said that. I said that. You said Brock doesn't have hands. Who said that? You did. Rewind the tape. It's on record. Keep in mind, I edit this. So I, how are you gonna have my voice and say that? Maybe put those words in there. Then say say uh, he doesn't have hands. No, just say it. No, say it. No, say it. No. But uh, like I'm saying, it's yeah. No, I picked the. I also picked DC to win that fight. And that's fine. When that fight comes up, we're definitely placing a bet on that. And oh we're, yeah, we're putting some stakes on the line. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, have you watched DC fight? Yes, I've watched DC fight. He's I've also bad. watched Brock Lesnar fight. He's bad though. Like DC's bad. Oh man! Oh, like the only person he has to beat is John Jones. Like everyone else, he's ran through. Who do you pick to fit, win this fight on uh, tonight? I Jones guess. Gustafson. Um yeah. I'm actually more interested in the, in the women's fight because that's going to be a good fight too. Like Nunez and um, Cyborg. That's going to be a great fight. Cyborg's bad, motherfucker. Man. They're both bad. Like they they throw bombs. So and that's and that's another that's another sad thing too that this whole thing is. Kind of overshadowing that. That's going to be probably like one of the best women's MMA fights ever booked. I feel. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Like, because they're they they're both they're both powerful. They're both excellent strikers. They're both just really talented. Yeah, so it's going to be a really good fight. Could be a good card, man. Um, yeah, for Jones Gustafson, um, the first fight was actually pretty close between them. Um. I'm kind of rooting for Gustafson just because I, I was just like, I like when, um, I feel like sometimes people just kind of like anoint people as like gods or kings in MMA, which is weird because really they don't have to be better. All I have to do is be better than you that day. Yeah. And they can totally knock the, totally knock the whole thing off. So that's why I think it's always weird that they, people try to crown people as the best of or best ever, especially in MMA because it's such a fluky thing. Like you can you can get caught in the, in the chin one time and they could just change the whole the whole the whole um course of everything. Unlike boxing where you can get get it from an eight count and like regather yourself, you can get caught one time and just get pounded on. That's it. So who's the best ever in boxing? Oh, best ever to me? Yeah, that I've seen. Yeah, it's Floyd. Floyd Mayweather. Floyd, without question. No question, huh? Without the, the of our lifetime, yes, the boxing is sweet science is is to hit and not get hit. Who does it better than Floyd Mayweather? Who does it better than him? Some people would say he doesn't hit. You saw that. Uh, like we do, we, we watched Mayweather got it. God damn it, Ed! You have to. Like, oh gosh, it's like you have to like theater of the mind, man. You have to act like I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just trying to like feed you the questions and feed you the information, and then you have to we'll go and out. talk about it. When is that up? No, keep it in. Keep it in. <laughs> Let the people know what the fuck is going on. All right, so let's try it again. Ed. Some people will say that Floyd Mayweather can't punch. What say you? The thing about Floyd Mayweather and his punching now is that um, early, early in his career, he, had, um, he, he broke his hands a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, so 
in order to like have longevity, just create, change the style up. Fifty said, "Go ahead and switch the style up, and if they hate, let them hate. Yeah, Watch the money pile up." up. They're probably talking about Floyd. They were friends at the time. Yeah, they were. Yeah, it was could have been. What are you talking about? Yeah, so so Floyd f- switched the style up from being more of a power puncher to a counter puncher. Counter puncher, yeah. So he's he's at longevity. He took less damage, and I think he's just thinking about like about longevity in his career, and um, because there is evidence of Floyd beating the shit out of people, bruh. Like when he was still pretty boy Floyd, when he wasn't Money Mayweather, and he was he was just pretty boy, pretty boy Floyd, though he could beat the fuck out of people. Mm-hmm. He beat the fuck out of people, and it was just, but he break he would break his hands all the time. He would just thump people's faces. That's a crazy thing to think about. You punch somebody in the face for a living, and then you break your hands for how long does it take for a hand to heal? Probably I don't know. Four months, five months, probably even longer. If you think about it, because. If you think about, it, yeah, I'm gonna have to heal to the point I have to do this again. Like it's yeah. not like you're healing into something. Like, I'm not. And you have some anymore. really small bones in your hands. Yeah, so I'm sure it's like a lot to deal with. So you put yourself on the shelf. You can't fight. You can't do anything else. So what do you gotta do? You gotta find another way to increase your value. Yeah. So you gotta start talking shit. A lot of shit. A ton of shit. Or and just and just being just obnoxious. Yeah, or walk around like a, a duffel bag of money. Like you can't, like you can't have an ATM card. No, like you have to have. Like I have to have a duffel bag of money. Really? Yeah. You don't have a. You don't have a. You don't have a visa. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you do it. You never thought about applying for American Express. Right. I think that bag of money will help you get that get approved. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, no, he he he. Just, hey, you know what's better than having a duffel bag full of money? Credit. <laughs> Floyd yeah, he, was able Floyd was able to reinvent himself and have a sort of second win to his career. Well, actually, like, the thing is like maybe second win, it was just he never really fell off. Was, he he kind his, of his his public persona changed. Yeah. Well, after he retired the first time, it kind of did. What year was that? I forget now. It was so long ago. It was, it was one of the worst retirements ever, though. It literally felt like it was It was worse. It was uh, uh, 2008. Between that and Jay-Z's retirement, I don't know which one was worse. Well, I'll say the whole retirement was worse. Probably, yeah. Because he made a song called "My Last Song." <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so that one, that one wins. Oh no, wait! It wasn't called his last song. It's called his first song, but it was on his last album. That 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 wins. And then when he comes out of retirement, he brought back came with "Kingdom Come," yeah. which was eh. not a good eh. reintroduction. Yeah, no. But then we got "American Gangster." We did. And now we're talking about Hove again. This this fucking podcast always comes talking about Hove. I think we've talked about Hove and wrestling on this podcast every episode. These are essential things. They really lives. are. <laughs> They're like the sun to our universe. Yeah, like Floyd just reinvented himself. He ha- he has a way of dictating like every fight. What I mean, every fight, not just the fights. I mean the contract negotiations, the pressers, even the, where the fights held, even where the fights held, the actual fight itself. Like he controls, like he's like I would say he's the most dominating. He's a, he's the most domineering presence in his craft that I've ever seen. Yeah, like if, if Floyd wanted to have a fight in Compton, they would have a fight in Compton. Yes, he 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 he'll have the referee he wants, have the contract he wants, he'll have the intro he wants. Um, he's always going to be ready. He's never rattled in the ring. He's going to win every round. Do you think that he's broke? No. You don't think he has money troubles? I think I think he might, but 
I think I think that people like him are never broke because he knows that he always can get in the ring and make money. That's the thing. Always, like, always. He sold that Conor McGregor fight. Who would want to watch that? Like in hindsight, that that fight was so stupid. It was so stupid. Should have never happened. It was so stupid. Yeah. And he sold that fight. Well, they both they both sold it. They both did. Yeah, they did. But the the fact that he even the fact that they were even able to make it happen is right crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like he people like him are never broke. Like, cause he, cause he, he knows that people, people want to see him lose. People, he knows people want to see him fall. He knows that. I think if he does fight and he loses, that's it. Like, he can't come back after that, right? But I think even if he does, he's gonna cash out and and, and walk and, and ride to the sunset. Even if he does, cause like, so you think he has one more in him? I don't, I don't see why. I don't see why he would though. Who would he fight? Who would you want to see him fight? I don't want to see him fight anybody at this point, cause I think I feel like you've gotten the best of Mayweather, and everything at this point is downhill from there, cause, I, cause. I want to see fights because I want to see people. I want, I want to see good fighters fighting their prime, and I, and with Floyd Mayweather, I got I got him at his best. So I don't like to see fighters fight way beyond their time because to me that's painful to watch. Because I feel like, for instance, like with Pacquiao fighting now, like I feel like he's fighting because he has money troubles. Because like there's no reason to be fighting at this point in his career. Yeah, because you've seen the best of Pacquiao. I don't like. I don't know why he's still fighting. The only reason he could be fighting because he he has he has money problems. Mm. Like he's he's like in his forties now, right? Uh, something like that. Yeah, it's like you can't. This boxing is a brutal sport, and to be able to do it in your forties, I don't want you have to do that. Really makes you wonder what they're doing with the money. I mean, they got people. When you, I think we have that kind of money. It's kind of evils that are around you that we can't even fathom or even understand. There are some greedy people out there in the world that we just don't even understand how they operate. So, right. Um, it's just tragic. So I honestly don't want to see him fight, but I know that he. I know that he's willing to just because like, he knows he can get another paycheck. Like he got like a hundred million dollars just to tap around for Conor McGregor for ten rounds. Yeah, like that was easy work. He, I, I don't. I doubt that he even like had a full, full camp for that fight. Mm, probably not. Because it's Conor McGregor. Like you've beaten better. Like you've beaten way better than Conor McGregor in less time. In less time. So that's what I'm saying. It's just like. I he, hope he has other ventures going on. I think I think he has strip clubs. And things like that. So. All right, never mind that. Which is, which, which is, I mean, I guess that's that's fucking terrible. That's like uh, terrible, but expected. <laughs> Very expected. Yeah. So, I'm sure he has other things going on, and and he 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 keeps he, he claims that he still hasn't even cashed a check from the Pacquiao fight. He still has it. He hasn't even used it. Better hurry up, man. This is going to expire. Did it expire? Yeah. I they, think they do. Yeah, they have to expire, right? I'm pretty sure they you do. Can't just be having checks in your backpack, like. Yeah. Like, so you can't use it anymore. It's expired. No, they definitely expired, though. Because I remember when you get paychecks, it says you have to check to uh, cash this or deposit yeah. this by this date. Or in the, within like 90 days or whatever, whatever. Yeah. That shit was like years ago. Maybe it was $100 million. It's different. Maybe the rules change. Maybe he just got a big duffel bag full of money. <laughs> and that's what he meant by cash a check because he doesn't know what a check is. He's never seen one before. He always sees his stacks. Yeah, but he's bands. A, he's just the best to ever do it. And I think people. No one wants to give him that because, because of other shit. Other shit. I mean, he's because I mean the fact that if you if you beat people, if you beat a woman, it's pretty despicable, despicable to do. Yeah, but it's hard to again separate the art from the artist, right? And it's hard to give somebody their roses when they just aren't a good person. Yeah, 
it's, it, I guess it's a better pill to swallow, which is why it's hard to watch him win the, every fight that he fights because mm-hmm. you keep hoping the next one, this is the guy that's going to beat him. And it's like, nope. No. Try again. No. Try again. Like, because I thought Pacquiao's guy had to beat him. And it's like, mm, no. It's like, why his shoulders hurt? It's like, yeah, I bet your shoulders hurt. It's because you're, you're whiffing. Like, when you, when you try to hit something and you keep missing it, it's going to make your shoulder hurt. Make your heart hurt, too. A little bit. Make your ego hurt. <laughs> I have something to piggyback off of that, but we're already past an hour here. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to tease the next episode. Okay. You ready? All right. You're going to tease the next episode. On the next episode of State Your Take, we are going to discuss the legacy and the career of one Aubrey Drake Graham. Ooh. Next week's episode may be the last episode of State Your Take. <laughs> if what Drake has been doing around the industry, you know, sort of bullying him himself around the industry, is any indication of his reach and his power, we may be taken offline. I would love a diss track. I'm not talking about a diss track. I'm talking about he might send shooters at us, at our heads. You know, he, he frequents Houston, man. You know he knows people down here. He's got mob ties. He said so on the album. (laughs) 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 So if you get a call from if you get a call or if you get a text from Jay Prince, don't answer it. But yeah, we're gonna do that next week. Um, Do you have any words of advice or do you have any predictions for? well, let's start. Let's 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 do this real quick. How was your 2018 in general? Because this is the last episode of 2018. Oh, it was if, good, man. It if you had good. to, if you had to sum up your entire year using only emojis, what would you use? Um, that's a stupid question because it's like I don't even know what emojis I use. I don't even use emojis that much, though. But how would, how was it? Oh uh, man, it was great. This was, was a great year for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, uh, left my old job. Got a new job. Back in Houston. Um, started the podcast. Um, got mass support for the podcast. Uh, yeah, man, I can't really ask for that much more. Yeah. It's been pretty good. It's, it's been a pretty good year, man. 2018, I know, was hard for a lot of people out there, but um, reflecting on my year and comparing to prior years, 2018 wasn't too bad for yeah. me either. So, do you have any predictions for 2019? 2019. Um, Not resolutions, predictions. Predictions, yeah. Predictions, we will have guests on the podcast. Ooh. We'll have guests on Say Your Take. That, 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 that I'm putting my name on. <laughs> yeah, we're going to definitely have guests. And we're going to be guests on other people's podcasts. Whether yeah. you want us or not, we're, we're going to be sh- out here. Yeah, we're going to show up. We're going to be out here. You know, stuff a microphone in our face. We're going to come. We'll, we'll invade other the podcasts. We're going to be in there just giving our take. Yeah. About- Hashtag under siege. <laughs> we're going to be everywhere, man. No, it's going to be fun. We're definitely going to try to take this podcast to the next level in, in the next year or so. I hope by this time next year, I want, uh, I don't know what I want. I want to have someone on this on the on this couch screaming at me about <laughs> disagreeing with me. 
Like that would that's goals for me. I want someone to like, what the fuck are you thinking? Like I want someone to, I want that to happen to me. Doesn't Amanda do that already? Not not scream at me so much. Oh. No, she I mean, she's screaming at me. She doesn't really scream at me though. I can't see her ever like really getting pissed at you. She gets mad, but like she's like she doesn't scream at me, so she's respectful with it. We're we're, we're very respectful. That's the key. That's the key to having and, a successful relationship. Yeah, like so. Even if we're mad at each other, like there's always like a level of respect there. So she's never screaming at me. They call me stupid or anything like that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, so, but I want to have someone here just screaming at me. We'll we'll definitely get that because I know I'm there's sure. people out there right now screaming I am at us. Sure, and I look forward to it. I can't wait. Right, I'm excited. Me too. All right, you guys. We'll see you in 2019. All right.